It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, you know, Rich, there is uh, something before everything, and there's always something that comes after everything. Now, if the people knew uh, what we were laughing and having a good time in the studio as we're getting ready to record this program. Well, they couldn't hardly imagine that. But today is the first day of the rest of our life. So we're we're having a good time, right? That's right. And uh, we are at the beginning of Easter week. Yeah. Uh, we celebrate Palm Sunday. We celebrate Good Friday. And we yeah. celebrate Resurrection Sunday, which is Easter Sunday. Yeah, well, now you got me started on something. Because why do they call it, listen folks, listen Bot Radio Network family, why do they call it Good Friday? Because on that day, there was nothing but sorrow and dark clouds and the loss of Christ on the cross. Why do they call it Good Friday? I'll tell you why, because Sunday was coming, but they didn't know it. That's what you call faith. That's what you call trust. And after it was all over, now then they say, oh, well, um, that's why we can celebrate Christmas is because we had Easter. Without Easter, there would be nothing to celebrate at Christmas. Am I getting too deep in the weeds there, Rich? What that's, that's it. Our debt, our sin debt was paid in full on the cross. And Wait. the word is tetelestai. Um, all right. Well, good for you with your fancy words. <laughs> all right. Now, here. I heard that on Bot Radio Network. George Beverly Shea, we used his song uh, earlier on another program, but it brings back memories in my heart and my life how his life was spent singing for the Lord and serving the Lord. Now, uh, I don't know what you're going through, folks in your car, in your home, in your bed. Some of you are in the hospital, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I want you to pause now and listen to this song by George Beverly Shea. And the richness of his voice just comes back and fills my heart. Here it is. One sat alone beside the highway begging. His eyes were blind, the light he could not see. He clutched his rags and shivered in the shadows. Then Jesus came and bade his darkness flee. When Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When Jesus comes, the tears are wiped away. Takes the gloom and fills a life with glory. For all is changed when Jesus comes to stay. From home and friends, the evil spirits broke. Among the tombs, he dwelt in misery. He clutched his rags as demon powers possessed him. 
just came and set the captive free. When Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When Jesus comes, the tears are wiped all away. He takes the gloom and fills a life with glory. Jesus comes to stay. Yeah. You know, that's his testimony, and he's home now. He's home to be with the Lord now. But when he lived his life, uh, that's that was the message. George Beverly Shea. At all of the Billy Graham evangelistic crusade rallies around the world, uh, speaking of Billy Graham, uh, he also knew during those years that he ministered about battles, about struggles. And we are in a battle now. Is there anyone listening that can deny that? We are in the middle of a mess. And uh, thank God for his son, because what would we do without mm. the Lord? Mm-hmm. A battle now, between good and evil, sin and righteousness. Here is Billy Graham talking to you folks about the battle we're in. Here it is. The 10th chapter of 2 Corinthians, beginning with the third verse. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. In other words, we are engaged in a warfare. If you're a Christian, you are engaged in a warfare. Not a basketball court, not a playground, not a football stadium, but you're engaged in a battlefield. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, they're not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The Apostle Paul said, I'm going to use some weapons that will be new to you, but they're going to pull down the devil's strongholds. And these are spiritual weapons, the Word of God and prayer and the power of the Holy Spirit. Then he said, we're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. A person who is living in the spirit, every thought that he has should be in obedience to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now thoughts are powerful to harm us and powerful to help us. The Bible says, as a person thinketh, so is it. How do you think? What goes through your mind? What do you think about when you're alone? Someone has said plain living and high thinking are no more. One of the most important things in our lives is who's going to control our minds? Proverbs 16:32 says, he that ruleth his mind is greater than he that taketh a city means to rule the thought of your mind. You spend a great deal of time alone, many of you do. So your mind is your only companion. What do you think about? What do you talk to your mind about? That's your only companion, is your mind, for many of you. 
Isaiah the prophet said, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Do you keep your mind on Christ? And if you get your mind off Christ and you get it on some things you shouldn't be thinking about, do you pray, Lord, forgive me and help me to get my mind back on Christ? I do many times. Now, the Bible says, first of all, that the mind, your mind, is at enmity against God. Your mind does not want to do anything about God to start with. In Romans 8, 7, it says, The carnal mind or the fleshly mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians in the first chapter and said that until they had come to the world, come to Christ, they were alienated and enemies in their mind. Enemies of God, alienated from God, separated from God in your mind. And your mind was a part of that decision. Such a mind will not obey the law of God. It, commit, it submits to sin. It minds the things of the flesh. The Bible warns against having that kind of carnal, fleshly mind. That mind that is dominated by the devil or by selfishness. And then the mind is not only enmity against God, but it's also a blinded mind. Second Corinthians 4, 3 says, In whom the God of this world, that's the devil, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. He has power. He has supernatural power to blind your mind. And you let him. You have to let him. And if you let him, he can blind your minds. I cannot account for the apparent veil that hangs over the hearts of some people. Many people very close to the kingdom of God. Many people surrounded by a believing family. I know a young man right now surrounded by a believing family, reared in the church, reared for God. He heard the blessing said at the table at every meal. And today he's way out in left field on drugs sex, all the rest of it. Blinded by the God of this world. They're led captive to the will of Satan. And many people tell me, I don't understand. I've heard this all my life. I've tried to believe, but I cannot. They're blinded. And the only person that can open your eyes to the truth is the Holy Spirit. And you must ask him to come and open your eyes supernaturally, which he will do tonight before you leave here, if you will allow him. Yes, your mind is at enmity with God. Your mind is blinded. But then there's the doubtful mind the Bible talks about. In Luke 12, Jesus said, Neither be ye of doubtful mind. The Bible warns against the double-minded person. James says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And this carries with it the idea of a person who wishes to secure both worlds. You want one foot in heaven and one foot in the pleasures of this life. And you cannot. You've got to go one way or the other. So there are many of you that are torn between your sinful pleasures and appetites and your desire for heaven and you know that you can't have both. And you've got to make a choice. Jesus said there are two roads in life. There's the broad road 
that leads to destruction. There's the narrow road that leads to eternal life. And there's a narrow gate and that gate is the cross. And it's all going to be decided on what you do about Christ. Have you repented of your sins? Are you sure of it? You can do it tonight. Yeah. You see, Rich, as I was listening to that, I was reminded that the Bible says the double-minded man is what? Unstable in all his ways. Uh, you can't trust him because he can't trust himself. He's double-minded. That message really hit home, didn't it? Well, the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's Word. And so as we hear messages from God's Word, it's applicable today just as it was years ago and just like it will be years from now. Now, I tell you what. Pilgrim left a son who's not double-minded. He doesn't swing and sway. He's as straight as an arrow. And he speaks his mind even in these turbulent times. He tells the truth. There's nothing better than a truth teller. And uh, Franklin Graham, that's Billy Graham's son. And he's the president now of Samaritan's Purse plus the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Now here is Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son. Let's hear what he has to say. Just a few days ago, my father followed Jesus all the way to heaven. Most of his life was spent traveling the world, but the last week he embarked on the journey he had been looking forward to all of his life, the journey from earth to heaven. How about you? If this were your funeral, would you be in heaven? Are you sure? Jesus still calls us to follow him today. Jesus said, I'm the truth. Many ask today, what is truth? With all the lies and false information, what is the truth? Jesus said, I am the truth. And all truth is found in him. He said, I'm the life. Most people spend their wages improving and trying to have a more comfortable life. If we follow him and trust him and believe him to be true, he will give us not a better life. He doesn't promise that. He doesn't promise us a more comfortable life. But he does promise us eternal life. Jesus tells us that no one comes to the Father except through him. The world, with all of its political correctness, would want you to believe that there are many roads to God. It's just not true. How could Jesus make these claims? How could he say that he's the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by him? You see, Jesus was God in the flesh because he is the only one in history to take our sins and to pay the debt of sin. And my father would want me to share this with you today, that God sent his son, his only son from heaven to this earth to take our sins. And he took our sins to the cross and he died in our place. He shed his blood for each and every one of you. And when he hung on the cross, God poured out the sins of mankind on his son, the sins past, present, future. He shed his blood for our sins. He was buried for our sins. And on the third day, God raised his son to life. Jesus is not dead. He's alive and he's here today. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great Easter message, oh, isn't, isn't that, it? He is know, alive. You know, 
you know, I've read so many times when we're putting a program together and um, you've got the moment of time in which it's aired plus the components that go into it and it seems as though God is in charge and of course it's the truth. But I was listening just like our listeners are listening. And um, what it gets down to, folks, is do you believe, have you made a decision? Don't talk about your parents. Don't talk about your house, your home. Don't talk about whether your parents are Christians or not. The choice is up to you. You are an individual. You make the choice. If you've reached the age of accountability, knowing right from wrong, you've got to start making choices. And it isn't your mother or your father that make this choice for you. It's up to you. Now here's Carol Robertson to sing about it. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. I believe that somewhere in the darkest night, a candle glows. I believe for everyone who goes astray, someone will come to show the way. The storm, the smallest prayer can still be heard. I believe that someone in the great somewhere hears every word. Every time I hear a newborn baby cry or touch a leaf. Oh, see the sky Then I know why I believe I believe Every time I hear a newborn baby cry Or touch a leaf Touch a leaf Or see the sky Then I Aren't you having fun? Yes, I just <laughs> trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. I, I think our family out there in Radio Land is having a good time as well. Kind of a fellowship <laughs> in meeting. In Radio Land, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a fellowship meeting. Um, we enjoy reading the transcripts of the people who called in during the week, the listener comment line to express themselves and say what's on their mind. It's kind of like a family gathering and everybody has a chance to talk. 
And so that's good. Tell us now. Let me give the the number. We'd like to hear from you. 1-800-345-2621. Our listener comment line. All right, let's hear this one. This is Mary Lou in Salem, Missouri. I am blessed by so many of your programs. Great, great station. Keep up the good work. Uh, God bless you, Mary Lou. How about another one? I would just like to thank you guys for what you guys are doing for our country. Even though I have a home church, listening really does turn things around. And it puts a new twist on some of the things that we've learned over the generations. Just wanted to call and tell you guys how much we really appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah. Well, you see, my friend, we're part of the same family, aren't we? I don't know what church you attend, but I'm talking to you. And we're part of the same family. That's the Bot Radio Network family. And uh, so it's so nice to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So nice to have your input. Do we have another Yeah, one? and Dad, you know, I always like to hear stories about how people found out about Bot Radio yeah. Network because most people find out about Christian radio because a friend took the time to tell them about yeah. it and encourage them to tune in. This listener uh, found us because of a booth that we had at, at a event for homeschoolers. I first saw you all at a booth at a homeschool convention, and I thought, hmm, I wonder what that bot radio is. So I checked it out, shared it with my husband. He started listening every morning on his way to work. And so after about a year, after I would tell my husband goodbye, I would go in the house and I would turn on bot radio to hear the rest of what this man was saying. And then we talk about it later. And that pastor is Alistair Begg, who's really been a blessing to us. So we thank you, bot radio. Remember, Alistair Begg came from Scotland, I think, didn't Right, he? and now he pastors a church in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, and that's many, many years ago that Bot Radio Network added his broadcast to our uh, lineup of Bible teachers, Christian news, and information sources. That's what our intention was 59 years ago. Wow, uh, that's when I was a lot younger, and of course you were too. <laughs> um, let's hear another one. I'm calling from Oklahoma. I am so blessed to have knowledge of bot radio. I didn't know it ever existed up until about two months ago. And I feel like God has led me to your radio station. It ministers to me, oh, in so many ways. And I do tell people about bot radio. See, folks, the only thing we can do is pass it on. Um, we We can be a witness of what the Lord means to us, uh, but all we can do is pass it on. And I think that's what Rich was talking about. And now listen to this song. Listen to this song because this is what it's all about. I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. Let me walk close to Thee Just a closer walk with Thee Granted Jesus is my plea Day 
feeble, life is old. Time for me will be no song is an old song. We've got to find out who wrote it and when it was first uh, presented because that song is in my heart from all the way back when I was a teenager. Um, uh, let's see, I'm 87 now, so you see how long I've been enjoying that song. Now, uh, that's the way it is. I have one or two friends that are still that are still alive that I've known since very young childhood, and uh, one Paul Larson. He lives in in Houston, Texas, so we talk on the phone uh, many times because we have shared things together. And that song reminded me of how many years I've enjoyed that song. Rich, let's hear another listener comment. This is Pastor Jack, the uh, pastor of the Heritage Church in Udall, Kansas, and I just want to thank you for all of your solid biblical teaching 24-7. Teachers like Charles Stanley, John MacArthur, uh, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, uh, we have a member that loves you to listen to you guys, too, but pastors need fed, too, so thank you for all you do, Nevada Radio Network. Thank you. All right, well, uh, we've got to get out of here, Rich. Our time is long gone. This is Dick Bott with his chapter of the complete story as a public service. For your sake, folks, and ours, see you later.